0: Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. And on behalf of Pastor Josh and myself, we wish every one of you a very merry, happy Blessed and Christ-filled Christmas on this Christmas Day. What a blessing that we have a little opportunity to be with you. God bless you. May the Lord give you a great year that next Christmas we can look back and say, Wow, how blessed we are. And certainly, regardless of the situation, how blessed we are. Jesus is coming, I do believe, so very soon, and perhaps even next Christmas, we will be there with Him in the glorious heavens. How wonderful. The church will be raptured, and today we're excited about that thought. We're excited the fact that on this day, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Now, the day is not important as the fact that it did happen that God became flesh and dwelt among us. That as Emmanuel, as the angel told Joseph, his name is going to be Emmanuel, God with us. And that happened. And we celebrate that regardless of the day that it happened on. And we celebrate this day because it reminds us of that. And Isaiah chapter number 9 For unto us a child is born. Verse 6, unto us a son is given. Now first a child is born unto us. The Lord Jesus laid aside his robe of light. Did you know the Bible tells us that he clothes himself with light as with a garment. And he took that garment or that robe of light off, laid it aside and placed himself in the placenta of a peasant girl and was born into this world yes a child is born so he could be in the human family 100% human while yet 100% god never ceased to be god never ceased to be human was both throughout his ministry And hallelujah, because of this, in his resurrected body, human body, resurrected, changed, glorified, he now inhabits heaven, and hallelujah, you and I one day will be there because Jesus is there. Yes, the unto us a child is born, thank God. That he came where he could ransom all of us. Remember the promise all the way back there in Genesis chapter number 3? He promised to Eve and to Adam after their failure in the garden. He said, the seed of the woman, the virgin born, son of God, the seed of the woman, will crush the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. Destroy the works of the devil. The serpent will bruise his heel, yes, inflict pain upon the human body of the Lord Jesus. And not only pain, but death and separation from God, which death does. Jesus actually suffering our hell for us on the cross. Yes, the serpent bruised the heel of the great victorious Jesus, but Jesus crushed The head of the serpent destroyed the works of the devil, as the Bible tells us, how we rejoice in that. And when we on this day remember, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, God gave his son, What is that most familiar verse? John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is my Lord Jesus. That is the Son that was given. A child was born and had to be in the flesh a human being. But God gave His Son as well. It was no ordinary child. It was the Son of God in the womb of a virgin girl born into this world. The very Son of God, the very God Himself, as the question was asked of our Lord Jesus, Show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. And Jesus said to them, If you've seen Me, you've seen the Father. I am, I am God, yes, absolutely, and I love what else Isaiah had to say in nine six that the government shall be upon his shoulder, that means he it will be the chief authority over the government. Now we know Isaiah, or excuse me psalm ninety one and verse number one, and Isaiah two, they refer to the Lord as the Most High God. He's called that throughout the Old Testament, the Most High or the highest of all authorities. Isaiah or Psalm 91 and verse number one. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, the highest of all authority. All governments answer to Him, all armies, all kings. Everything is under him. So the government definitely will be upon his shoulder. He'll be the authority of it all. This one who is a child that is born, a son that is given. And his name, I love this, his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. All these wonderful titles are... Of My Lord Jesus. Yes, yes. Wonderful day we have today. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That is my Lord Jesus. So Merry Christmas to every one of you. Happy, blessed, and glorious day to all. Now, I want to share with you Today, one of my favorite, if not my very favorite, of all Christmas songs, and that is "Joy to the World," written by Isaac Watts. Isaac Watts was born in sixteen and seventy four, and to a, a minister, and that minister was as independent as Isaac was. Isaac's father, he was uh, an itinerant preacher; he wouldn't be licensed by. Uh, England, and therefore he was in and out of jail a lot, because of the fact that he did not uh, have to have their license to preach. God called him to preach, so he preached. And Isaac grew up in that kind of an atmosphere, and his father was a pastor. And uh, like many young people, as he grew up, Watts uh, told his dad that the church sang in just a monotonous songs. He said, I see no joy in it, no emotion in it. Uh, the songs that the choir sang and the congregation sings is, is nothing that really stirs your heart. Well, Isaac Watts' dad, the preacher, we might call him the independent preacher, uh, he went on to uh, stand on tradition until one day he told his son, son, you come up with something better And we'll sing what you have. Well, Isaac Watts came up with a lot of things better. He began writing hymns. He was a great student of the Word of God. And he wrote, Behold the Glories of the Lamb, was the first song he wrote. And then it was followed by scores and scores of other songs. And certainly the song, Joy to the World, is probably the most popular one that he wrote and Isaac wrote this, my friend. We are blessed to sing it. He wrote it while he was studying Psalm 98. That It was there that he was inspired to write this f- most famous song. And in verse 4, Watts studied the phrase, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye earth. Make a, light, make a joyful noise. Rejoice, sing praise, Psalm 98. And verse number four, that's what stirred his heart for joy to the world. And focusing on this verse and the five verses that follow it, Watts penned this four stanzas called Joy to the World. Hallelujah. And we rejoice in that today. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king, let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. And verse number four, he rules the world with truth and grace, and he makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and the wonders of his love. Well, those two verses there of the four tremendous, the whole four verses written from Psalm 98 by Isaac Watts, Back in uh, the early 1700s and how we rejoice in that today. And that song can be sung anytime. It's really a second coming song. And we sing it at this time of year because Jesus' first advent is what we're celebrating. But it's certainly to be sung anytime because we're looking forward to the second coming of our Lord. Well, God bless you on this days. Pastor Josh and I wish you a very wonderful, safe, and spirit-filled Christmas. God bless you and keep you safe till next radio time. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.